Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Uh-huh. They call themselves the Lone Rangers, and the disc jockey looks at him and goes, it's a stupid name. What? Brendan Fraser is playing his dumb person. What? It's lo- There's three of you. You're not lone. I don't know what you're saying right now. Class <laughs> is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. 32 stations, believe it or don't. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Okay, I get into this argument with a kid about Bon Jovi. Actually, John Bon Jovi. Do you remember when John Bon Jovi wrote a song for Young Guns? Mm, no. No. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. he wrote a song called Blaze of Glory, and then there was a discussion. This is where the argument came in, uh, and it, it went to fisticuffs. It was it was awful. No, it didn't. What happened was he said Bon Jovi was not in the movie, and I said, yes, he was. And he's like, well, what part and all of that? And you can look it up, but he had a non-speaking role. It's right at the beginning, and he is a what do you call it, a gangster, you know, in the Old West, and he gets killed real quick. Cool. But that, you see, that's what I would do if indeed I had you know, a song that somebody wanted for a movie. Yeah. I don't I don't care what part I have. You can kill me in the first scene. Right. I just want to you know, be in the movie. Oh, I'd like to be the lady cleaning the bathroom. Is that true? Yeah. I, I don't care. I mean, in the when Harry met Sally scene mm-hmm. where Meg Ryan fakes an orgasm. Yeah. If I could have just been like one of the people in the background. Right. Uh, eating their Reuben sandwich. That, mm. that would have made me a happy human being. So for the hay of it. Because of that little back and forth that I'm making way too much of, it was maybe 20 seconds, I decided to start looking because I can think just off the top of my head, and I'm sure the audience can as well, about how many times bands made cameos inside of music, not musics, but uh, they'll come up with it, movies. Uh-huh. And I, there's got to be a list, and there is an absolute list. So obviously you got Blaze of Glory, that's John Bon Jovi. You know the Back to the Future movies. Right. Yeah? Well, there's yes. three of them. In the first one, there's a group that's led by whatever his name is, the guy who's Michael the, J. Fox. That's right, Michael J. Fox. He is the leader of a band called the Pinheads. Right. And they were going to play a Huey Lewis song. What you might not have noticed is the principal who was listening to them, that was Huey Lewis. Oh, no. And it sounds like this. Pinheads. 
Well, there you go, fellas. It's just too loud. <laughs> now, the song Power of Love appears in the movie. However, you may not remember that in the third incarnation, when they go back to the Wild Wild West. Right. Okay. When they're there, there's a dance. And at the beginning of the dance, a guy says, no fighting or whatever he says. However, the band that plays is ZZ Top. Oh, nice. And it sounds like this. Any brawling, it's 15 days in the county jail. All right, folks, come on. This is a party. Come on, let's have some fun. And there you go. So that's what we're going to do for an hour today. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about bands that were in the movies. I don't have a piece of audio for all of them. In a lot of them, they didn't even speak. So I'm going to try and play the little bit of audio. Then we'll play the band. Here's ZZ Top as we talk movies and bands here on Rock School. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile. Talking about bands and artists that showed up in movies, Alanis Morissette was in what I think is a pretty good film, Dogma. Doesn't get a lot of, you know, Yahoo press, but I thought it was pretty good. She played God. Really? Yeah. Apparently in the movie, God likes to come down to Earth every so many years so he can play skee-ball. Aww. That's it. Except he was a she, and her only line, she touches somebody's nose and goes, boop. That's it. You got really? it. Really? However, she created a song called Still for the actual film. Daft Punk is in Tron Legacy when the fight is going on. The two guys are driving those weird the, the motorcycles that turn at right angles. Yeah. Yeah, that's Daft Punk, and you get to see them for a slight amount of time. Lemmy of Motorhead was in the movie Eat the Rich. Somebody out of the crowd yells something. That's Lemmy that, that yells that. Danny Elfman, you probably know, wrote all of the music for The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. If you want to impress your friends and family this coming Christmas, he is the cello. Really? Now, obviously, his voice is in there a lot, but the embodiment of Danny Elfman is a cello. That okay. makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, I asked you during the ZZ Top song, is there any that you remember? And you said, you're going to say the one I'll bet the audience is screaming at mm -hmm. the radio it's right the now. It's the only one I can think of. Which is what? Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Okay, and who is the rock star? Uh, who was that? Yeah, uh, Alice Cooper. Oh, that's right. It was Alice Cooper. Do you it's get all running up, together. Do you get out here? Well, as much as I can. <laughs> Isn't Milwaukee a, a, a Native American? <laughs> yes, it is, Todd. It's Milwaukee. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm screwing it up. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play it. We're going to play the bit. And then we're going to go right into an Alice Cooper tune like this on Rock School. Nice to meet you guys. So, do you... Come to Milwaukee often? Well, 
I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? Huh? Huh? Can this guy party or what? You know, what's wonderful is also in Mike Myers' other sort of wonderful little trio of movies about Austin Powers, uh, Ozzy Osbourne shows up. Also, Britney Spears shows up. Right. They, they sing Who Rules the World, Girls. Uh-huh. And he comes up and he's got the Britney uh, <laughs> curls going down or the oh. braids going down. Clever. But, but Ozzy Osbourne is wonderful because if you watch the film, and I think it's the third one, I think it's Goldmember, when you watch it, watch through the credits because they show the outtakes of Ozzy Osbourne trying to say his two lines. Really? And he cannot get it to save his life. The offspring covered the Ramones and then were scalped in the movie <laughs> Idle Hands. <laughs> Pearl Jam hung out and jammed with Matt Dillon in singles. Have you ever seen singles? I can't remember seeing it. It's it's supposedly this ode to the beginning of grunge. It takes place in Seattle, and I've tried to like it. I have. I've tried to like it. I'm Maybe so you should sorry. try again. I'm so sorry if you love it. I am so terribly and sorry. Ministry was an anti-robot in AI artificial intelligence. They, right. they actually appeared in the film. I, I don't remember them, but and I couldn't find it uh, on YouTube, on the YouTubial device. Got to watch the movie. But this one, I could find. Dolly Parton, in all of her 19, early 1980s glory, big hair, mm-hmm. big dolly, right. the whole just in all of her glory. She was in the movie Nine to Five. Oh, that's not the one I thought you were going to say. What, were you, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? Uh-huh. That's a great film. It really is. Candy if, Christmas. If you've never seen Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, watch it or at least look up the song, I Dance the Little Sidestep. <laughs> And I'm telling you, it's great. There's another one that's not so great, but it actually has some funny parts. It's called Rhinestone. Dolly Parton is in it with Sylvester Stallone. Right. Yes, I know. It sounds like a recipe for disaster. It was. And I, maybe overall it was, but there are some really funny parts in it. And I, you know, I, I don't know that I should be... <laughs> suggesting it, but there you go. And by the way, George Harrison also was in Monty Python's Life of Brian. If I'm not mistaken, he also helped financially with it. Really? But I may be mistaken. But still, let's go back to Dolly Parton. Yeah. She has one of the greatest lines in the film where her boss 
uh, Dabney Coleman, I think, plays him. Mm-hmm. He is he's a misogynistic jerk. Right. There's no two ways about it. And he comes on to her and she makes a statement. I'm not even going to say it. I got it here. I have a piece of audio. It's the greatest line in the film. After that, we'll go straight into the theme she sang for the song night or for the movie nine to five. Here's Dolly and then you know Dolly on yeah. Rock School. Everybody, I'm sleeping with you, huh? No. Well, that explains it. That's why these people treat me like some dime store no, bluesy. No, they think not. I'm screwing the boss. That's not it at all. Oh, and you just love it, don't you? It gives you some sort of cheap thrill, like knocking over pencils and picking up papers. Let's don't get excited. Get your scummy hands off of me. Look, I've been straight with you from the first day I got here, and I put up with all your pinching and staring and chasing me around the desk because I need this job, but this is the last straw. All right, now wait, let's, let's, let's just sit down. Look, I got a gun out there in my purse, and up to now I've been forgiven and forgetting because of the way I was brought up, but I'll tell you one thing. If you ever say another word about me or make another indecent proposal, I'm going to get that gun of mine, and I'm going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot. Don't think I can't do it. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life You ready? It's enough to drive you Crazy and you love it Coming into the break, I don't have anything from these movies Because these people sort of starred in these films. So it wasn't where there's that meme out there from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where the guy's pointing at the TV like he just noticed something. And that's that's what I was looking for, that idea of you're watching a film and then all of a sudden, oh, 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 that's David Lee Roth, right? Right. That's what you're looking for. I remember when he showed up in The Sopranos. Uh-huh. They were running some kind of a late-night card game. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and they pan across the players, that shot from that 70s show that kind of turns in a circle. Yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, that's... That's David Lee Roth. That's no, the... it's not. It's not. Yes, it was. That's that's the kind of thing I'm trying to find. But here are some where they were stars. Elvis obviously sang in films. Beatles sang in Hard Day's Night. And, of course, the rest of them. The Beatles started that thing in movies where instruments and such just appear out of nowhere. Yeah. And there's no static. I When I teach the film class at school, I, I show the Blues Brothers where Aretha Franklin sings Think. Uh-huh. They're in a little diner somewhere. Yeah. And out of the clear blue sky, three women who are having lunch stand up and they are now the backup singers to right? Aretha Franklin. A set of guitars just show up. And then a guy on a saxophone. And then when the song's over, everybody sits down. No static. Well, it was the blending of Broadway and uh, I guess. movie, right? You, you just want somebody to stand up and go, What happened? What happened? <laughs> You weren't okay, supposed try to be that, here, Try Bob. that. Go try that today. <laughs> uh, well, it's New Orleans. We live near New Orleans. You could I'll do bet that. people would love that. They'd clap, yeah. Barbara Streisand sang in Yentl. Madonna sang in Evita. Prince, Purple Rain. Spice Girls in Spice World. Whitney Houston sang in The Bodyguard. Eminem was in Eight Mile. And Lady Gaga sang in A Star is Born. However, we got to play one to get into the break. So mention to the affiliates what we're going to do is play the clip then we'll go straight into the one minute break in the movie walk hard 
Mm-hmm. The Dewey Cox story. Right. Elvis Presley shows up, and it is so beautifully campy, and it's done by Jack White Ooh. of the White Stripes. Love it. So we'll play the clip straight into the break here in Rock School. Dang, Elvis Presley, you didn't have to rile him up like that. <laughs> what now? No, I'm just... Excuse me, what? I'm just saying, we got to follow that. And... Well, sometimes you have to go all out when you're the king, and you can't help it, you know? Because there's only one man who's a king. God picks him, hand plucks him. One night, God looked down at all the millions and millions and millions of people, man. And he decided which one was the best. And it was me. And he plucked me from all those millions and millions and millions of people, man. Yeah? Listen to this right now. There's two things you need to know. Uh-huh. I'm the king. And number two is, look out, man. Look at that. They're coming at you. You see that? It's called karate, man. And only two kinds of people know it. The Chinese and the king. One of them is me. You're the king. Oh, sitting on the Memphis. Someone and I, a little bit of honey and a little bit of June bug. Yeah. Yeah, I probably am. I'm going to walk somewhere around. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Come on. Sitting around there now. Turn around. Sitting around. Look out, man. OK, some along game, sir, man. Well, thanks, Elvis. <laughs> well, I'm on. Coming out of the break, a couple more to look for. Tom Waits shows up in The Outsiders, and Anthony Kiedis shows up in Point Break, the Keanu Reeves movie, if you will. By the way, I really liked The Last John Wick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen any of the John Wicks, that's what blows me away. I teach a lot of the movie classes. Right. And what happens is the students... I'll show them a clip from The Godfather, and they'll go, I haven't seen any of The Godfathers. <laughs> what? How have you lived your life to this point? So I tell them, you know, get yourself a thing of popcorn and a giant two-liter bottle of Coke. Sit down and just watch all three Godfathers right, right in a row. And people are like, don't watch the third one. No, I yeah, get do. it. It's got some it's, meh hey, parts. But it, it also has some fantastic parts. It's family. Yeah, that's true. And the church is involved and such. It's uh, it's the same thing with a lot of these trio films and such. The the, the, the fact that all the kids know these. Yeah. Like, I'll bet kids have seen all the John Wicks. But I'll bet some of the older people have not seen them all. Or I had a kid one time that hadn't seen any of the Austin Powers, speaking of something oh we my. just talked about. Yeah. And I said to him, man. What fun. Just set aside a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sit there and eat bad food. Have it, have it delivered to you. <laughs> when I was arguing with this guy, this is the one I came up with. Do you remember Zoolander. Oh, I love that movie. What was it? The Derek Zoolander's yes. place for kids who can't read good. School, school for kids who can't read good and, and want to do other stuff good too. Absolutely loved it. However, he, Zoolander, in the film, has a new rival. He was the top male model forever. He has a new rival named Hanson. <laughs> And Hanson, you learn later that Hanson, he just adores him. Mm-hmm. But he has to keep up this tougher-than-you personality. It finally comes to blows. They're, they're nose-to-nose. And he says, are you challenging me to a walk-off? What's even funnier is they have the walk-off in the old men's warehouse, uh, abandoned building like in Batman. 
I just think that's hilarious. Uh, no, I think it was members only. Now oh. I can't remember. I think it was members only now that I think about it. He stands up and goes, who's going to call this thing? And David Bowie right? appears and takes his glasses off in the weirdest way possible. Something to the, I don't remember the exact line, but it's something like, if nobody has any objections... I believe I can be of assistance. So I'm going to play that for you, and then we'll go straight in, because when Bowie appears for about two seconds, you hear, let's dance, 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 dance. So we'll play a clip, then we'll play Let's Dance from David Bowie here on Rock School. All right, who's going to call this sucker? If nobody has any objections, I believe I might be of service. Now, this will be a straight walk-off. Old school rules. First model walks, second model duplicates, then elaborates. Okay, boys, let's go to work. Each before beauty coaches. Whatever. Right. David Bowie here on Rock School. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Here's a few more for you to think about. Gwen Stefani was in The Aviator. She played Jean Harlow. Have you ever seen the Robert Downey Jr. and Rodney Dangerfield film Back to School? Yeah. It's not terrible. I I kind of like it. I like it. Since I got a DVR, it's just a weird thing I do. Mm-hmm. I will, I have both Showtime and, I don't know which one it is, it's HBO, I think. It's one of those packages where now that you've got the the multiples, I think I have 37 HBOs and 407 Showtimes. Whoa. So, so what I'll do is when you're not out of bed yet, I'll sit there and I'll just roll for like four days. Oh my gosh. And a movie Who that I've are you? like a movie I've seen four hundred times, like back to school. Oh. I'll just DVR it so I can watch about three scenes. And the one that I absolutely adore is where Rodney Dangerfield is at some campus bar. Yeah. And Oingo Boingo is there playing Dead Man's Party. <laughs> I, I kind of like that one. Love it. But anywho, ladies and gentlemen, it is the bottom of the hour. Let's do seven days in seven seconds. Here be the dates, August 7th all the way through August 13th. You got Monday, Tammy. Do it. August 7th, 1965, Herman's Hermits knock I Can't Get No Satisfaction from the Top Spot in America with... I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. That's right. Second verse, same as the first. August 8th, 2020, Taylor Swift becomes the first artist to debut at number one on both the Hot 100 and U.S. album charts when Folklore and its lead single, Cardigan, both go to the top. August 9, 2021, Jason Isbell becomes the first major artist to require proof of COVID vaccination or a current negative test to attend his shows. Yeah, I I loved it when, I think it was Burt Kreischer Mm -hmm. that began doing drive-ins. 
I thought that was right. a great idea. I agree. I really did. August 10th, 1909. Happy birthday, Leo Fender. By the way, I love your guitars. There's one on the wall right there. Of course, this is the radio. You can't see me pointing, but it's, it's off to the left over there. Go ahead. August 11, uh, 1964, A Hard Day's Night debuts in America. August 12, 2015, Elvis gets a second postage stamp. Did you know that Elvis had a second postage stamp? I did. Yeah, Thank you very much. It's a photo of him from 1955. And then finally, August 13, 1982, in response to plummeting record sales, which the industry, by the way, blamed on the sale of blank cassette tapes, major labels, CBS, Atlantic, and Warner Brothers, announced a huge series of major staff cuts. What they also did was lobby Congress to get a $1 tax placed on all purchases of blank cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. And it was going to go through. Right. The problem was the PMRC got on top of it, and now yeah. Congress was looking another way. And before it could really come to fruition, Napster comes out. Ooh. Now there's a whole new little thing to worry about. I know you can't see my studio, but immediately behind Tammy is a wall I left blank on purpose so I could put up movie posters, and the one movie poster is... The Roger Corman film, Rock and Roll High School. It's got PJ Souls in it from Stripes and a woman I was in love with when I was 12 years old, Day Young. Abs, she's the one in the blue down there at the bottom. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. In Rock and Roll High School, what you had was the Ramones as the band that PJ Souls <laughs> was in love with. Now, here's here's the fun part. Yeah. Todd Rundgren was supposed to do it. They couldn't come together on money because Roger Corman's whole deal is that he makes movies for a nickel. And, oh. Right. There's just no budget whatsoever. Wow. Todd Rundgren couldn't come together. Cheap Trick was contacted. General situation. They tried to get a couple other places. Devo was offered and blah, blah, blah. Another band considered for the movie was Van Halen. Get out. However... The guy who was running the distribution company, Arkush was his name, he said, you don't want those guys. They're they're crazy. Oh. They're, oh my gosh. Wow. Right. So who are we going to get instead of this crazy, horrible Van Halen group? <laughs> the Ramones. Oh, stunning. Beautiful. Why didn't you just go get a bunch of kids with baseball bats? So here you go. From the movie, here's the Ramones. God, I love it when they try to act. Oh, it's so awful, it's great. I love the film. Can you tell? Here you go, Ramones on Rock School. Second break. 
I just have a list and a third here, so let me throw a few at you. Chris Cornell shows up in singles as well. Did you know Phil Collins was in Hook? No. Yeah. no. Phil Collins is also in The Beatles' Hard Day's Night. When you watch the beginning opening scene where everybody's running after the Beatles and yeah. they're trying to get on a train, yes, there's a scene where there's this wall of fans coming and there's a little boy up front. That is Phil Collins. Nice. Uh, yeah, Amy Mann shows up in The Big Lebowski. What else we got here? Kanye West shows up in The Love Guru, but see, nobody saw that. How is it possible Mike Myers had three Wayne's Worlds, Mm-hmm. Three Austin Powers. Right. And then the love guru somewhat destroyed his career. Look, I understand it was a bad movie, but you have delivered six monster oh, yeah. hits. How did one bad movie screw you up? You still got to see it. Oh, I've seen it. It's it's, <laughs> it's not good. Snoop Dogg shows up in Half Baked. Yes. Lemmy shows up in Airheads. Have you ever seen Airheads? I have. With Brendan Fraser? Oh, oh yes. It's great. When they're on the, the band, the little crappy band that takes over the radio station, uh-huh. they call themselves the Lone Rangers. And the disc jockey looks at him and goes, it's a stupid name. What Brendan Fraser is playing his dumb person. What? It's lo- there's three of you. You're not lone. I don't know what you're saying right now. <laughs> and the one I'll bet a lot of people could think about was Keith Richards showing up in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. He plays Johnny Depp's father. I love it. He's the father of Jack Sparrow. He really does well. He fits. He does. It fit well. Johnny Depp, you know, what is it? Based his character on a lot of Keith Richards and uh-huh. that, that foppish, you know, eh, what are we going to do? Right. Uh, right. It's a lot of that is based on Richards. I think Richards just showed up, got into costume and be He was himself. Be yourself. So, we got to play one to go into the break. I'll bet a lot of people don't remember this because Men in Black 2 wasn't really as good as Men in Black 1. So it didn't have the same oomph. And a lot of the things in Men in Black 1 that made you go, whoa, you know, the thing that made you not remember the little red light. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. So it didn't have the same kick in the second one. However, what you may not have remembered was Rip Torn played Chief Zed. You know, every agent has got a a letter. Well, Zed, he's Chief Z. And Michael Jackson shows up as a Men in Black agent. Right. He's only on the screen for about half a second. He's Agent M. That makes sense. Agent M. And he's perturbed because the boss is not listening to his requests to become higher in the company. So to our affiliates, we'll play the Michael Jackson bit. We'll come out, go straight into the one-minute break. So here you go. It's going to be Michael Jackson. Oh, by the way, we did not mention the affiliate in the last break. So why don't you do two of them right now? KSKQ, Ashland, Oregon. Okay. KRSC. Claymore, Oklahoma, Roger State University. Perfect. Now that Michael Jackson bit. How'd it go? Zed, the drill locks are gone and the treaty is signed. Good work. Zed, what about that position you promised me in Men in Black? Still working on the Alien Affirmative Action Program. I'll keep you posted. Wait a minute. That's not what you promised me. You're, you're breaking up. Zed? Can't hear you. Hello? I'll call you back. I can be Agent M. Zed, you... <laughs> K. 
Coming out of the break, do you remember Mars Attacks? Yes, I do. Tom Jones was in that one. Really? There's a line in there where they're all hiding in a casino, and I think it's Danny DeVito looks at Tom Jones and says, can you fly a plane? And he goes, yeah, you got one? I thought, wow, that's convenient. Why? Uh, you ever been watching a film uh-huh. and something happens, and it's like, why did that happen? Because movie! <laughs> if it hadn't happened, we couldn't go forward. All right, we got to play something. You know the big Lebowski, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the dude abides. Uh, did you know Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers was in The Big Lebowski? No. I'm not kidding you. He plays a punk. Up? No, he plays a punk that John Goodman kind of shows the way to. So what we'll do is we'll do a, a song. No, we won't. We'll play the, the clip from The Big Lebowski then into a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Just to let you know, it sounds like this on Rock School. No, what's mine is mine. Oh, come on. All right, all right. Uh, all I got uh, four bucks, almost five. I, I, got, I got $18. What's mine is mine. We f*** you up, man. We chase the money. Come and get it. Into the last break, I got two left to tell you about Madonna was in Die Another Day. I'll bet you don't remember her. I, you know she sang the theme song, which you know I know I, I've seen the the I've seen the plastic surgery as well. But man, she wrote a lot of good oh, music. Oh yeah, a lot. And Die yep. Another Day, I think, is just gorgeously haunting. However, she's in the film. She really? is a fencing instructor really really do you, really do you, really do you see her face at all yeah it was before she did all the things she did oh. and she still looks like madonna i thought she was prettiest when she was just a little out of her 20s like 30s 40s oh i thought That's, she was beautiful mm, wow. right at the beginning with no plastic at all yeah you think yeah, so i loved it yeah we're gonna play one more to finish the show blink 182 do you remember the the uh, the american pie movie mm-hmm We'll, we'll tell your mother we, we ate the pie. We'll, we'll tell your mother. Blink-182 is one of the nasty kids that's watching on a, a, a live stream, and they make some nasty comments. So we'll do that. We'll play that clip. It's only 20-something seconds long, straight into a Blink-182 tune, and that wraps it up. Look, you can find these online real easy or just simply click through this show. But, again, like I tell my students, grab yourself one of those popcorns. Get a Jiffy Pop. Oh, you, you put it on the stove oh, and it yeah. becomes a giant brain. Oh, and you tear it open. Yeah. Oh, do you put those uh, caramels in it? I love that. Yeah, caramels or uh, M&Ms. And oh. you got to do it when it's hot. Ooh. And you probably don't remember this, but that you probably do. But when you get it hot enough, uh, there's just like a little layer of that salty fake butter at the Ew, bottom we're we gonna die oh and when the this is back when i cared less about you know living uh all of the m&ms would like fall to the bottom and they'd be in that uh-huh oh, i'd eat that stuff up with a spoon but anyway get yourself some popcorn get yourself an overtly large piece of candy because that's what you need when you watch a film and enjoy some of these i'm joe burns you I'm are tammy burns the end class is dismissed hey, hey guys guys check this out Oh my god.
That guy's in my trig class. Oh, no. Go, trig boy. It's your oh. birthday. No, no, please, no. Come on. It's bad. Come on. Yes! All right. Get in the mix. Oh. 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 It's hard to wait. 